Hey guys, welcome back to Catholic Guys Thoughts. I'm your host, Charlie, and today we're going to be talking about our bodies. So let's get into it. Father, and the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Lord God, keep us in your protection. Keep us under the wing of your magnificence. Lord God, protect us from all things we're going to face in these coming days and help our hearts be directed towards you as well as our actions. Lord God, we pray for good health. We pray for strength and obedience to you. And we pray that we will carry out your will in all things that we do. As we pray in your mighty name, amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. So what about our bodies is so worth talking about? I mean, the bodies are kind of, it's an odd thing just to say we're going to talk about our bodies today. And before you think that we're going to start talking about theology of the body, don't worry, it's not quite like that. Rather, we're going to be talking more about the gift of our bodies and how I think lately, or I mean, I think especially in teens that we take the gift of our body for granted. Now, the first thing about our bodies that I think we often forget is that we're made in God's image and likeness. And now that's an easy thing to say. It's an easy thing to quote. But what it really means is we share in his divinity. We share in him through just our bodies, like our, the physicality of our bodies. He loved us so much that he made us like him. I mean, we're nowhere near perfect to him. We're nowhere near all-knowing. But we are made in his image and likeness so that we can come to him. We can seek him and we can be with him as we're called into that community with him. And it goes beyond this. I mean, I mean, it's more of, it's not beyond this. It's an extension of this idea. Is in 1 Corinthians, uh, the, or the letter of Paul, the first letter of Paul to Corinthians, I believe, is he tells us that our bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit, and we are to treat them that way. And his specific emphasis in this letter was about their sexual sin, their sexual immorality. But this can apply to everything that we do. How often do we think about our bodies as a temple of the Holy Spirit? Because I know sometimes it's really easiest for easy for us to imagine our faith as part of of our mind, part of our thought, and not necessarily about our bodies. But that's not true. I mean, we see this, and when we read the Bible, we're told that faith without works is dead. Faith alone, I mean, if you consider faith just to be in your head, is is not substantial enough to be stood on alone. You need your works, and your works are done through actions, through your body and your mind. But I don't think a lot of us realize this. It's honestly something I didn't really realize until actually like this morning. So last night we had our first rugby game of the season. And thank God we won. But I'm going to be honest. If you ask my parents, if you ask my girlfriend, the way three quarters of our team was walking off that field, we were all hobbling. We like looked like we wanted to kind of just uh, lay down and die peacefully because that seemed more comforting than anything else that we could do and we were in not good shape i mean two of us think we have a concussion a couple of us got tackled pretty hard and are bruised all over i mean my left shoulder is where my uh rotator cuff is torn but i can tell you guys as of recording this episode that i cannot lift my right shoulder kind of above my head without like significant pain but it's all right but it's because of this reflection, I was reflecting on it this morning and a bit last night, is that I have taken the gift of my body for granted. 
God gave me this amazing vessel to honor him, serve him, and glorify him. And I know I've let it go to my head, not like exalt myself go to my head, but I've let my faith go to my head, and I've had it in my head for too long. I mean, I like to think I do a lot of good things, but I start to realize when I reflect on this that I'm not doing enough. I'm not doing enough with my actions for my faith. I'm doing a lot of thinking. I'm doing a lot of other things in my head. But there's so many more things that I could be doing, so many more things that I need to be doing to grow in my faith and to glorify God, show him that I have the works to go along with the faith, the works that I want to do. And I mean, I also reflect on part of the t- reason that this is, is just a time. I mean, uh, right now, you know, in high school, sometimes it's hard to find time when you're doing sports and you have practice almost every single day, but it's necessary for us to make this time because we need to engage our bodies in our spiritual life. It's We can't just rely on prayer alone, scripture alone, and we can't rely on our thoughts alone. We need to do things. We need to go out in the community. We are called to live a life of charity towards others. And how are we supposed to do that with our minds? Like, oh, I don't know, maybe I'll think about the poor for a little bit. No, we have to go out and do something. We have to go help them. We have to go give money, time, food to help improve them. One of the Catholic social teachings is preferential option of the poor. But that's impossible without our bodies. Our bodies is the physicalness, the actual physical acts that we're able to do. And sure, it's controlled by the mind. Our body's controlled by the mind. But if we let ourselves be cooped up in our mind, we're not going to live the correct life God is calling us to live. And hopefully, at one point or another in our faith journey, we've asked the question about, how truly do I glorify God? How do I get to heaven? How can I be a better Catholic? And the answer is really simple. I mean, you ask any priest or any uh, any person of faith who's well-informed, they'll tell you, live like Christ lived. He is our example to get to heaven. But what does Christ do? Does Christ just sit and think and pray for people? Sure, he spends an immense amount of time in prayer. He has reached a place of prayer that many of us never will. He prayed so fervently in the garden that he was sweating blood. Like, to imagine... Just put yourself, or try to put yourself in his place, in the thought, in reflecting on that alone is powerful. But to actually be able to do that, to be so connected with God, is amazing. But Jesus did not just rely on the faith inside his head. Jesus is renowned by many people for the acts that he did. He drove out demons, he healed the sick, cured the blind. You know, he made deaf people hear. He cured the lepers of a disease that really set them as outcasts or society for like the rest of their lives. And this is the difference between so many, I guess you could say, godlike with a lowercase g figures that are in society. So many of these uh, gods with a lowercase g again. And if I were to say gods, we're saying, we're going to know that it's a lowercase g. Um, they have these renowned lives for what they did for other people also, but what they did for themselves, a lot of self-meditation, self-reflection, and self-mastery, you could say. 
But the difference between our God and these gods is that our God did miraculous acts. I mean, how many other gods can you say healed the sick, cured the blind, drove out demons in the name of his? You can't. There is no other. Because Jesus is not only a great prophet like some other religions suggest. He is one with the Father. He is the Son of the Trinity. And we can see this through his life that we read in Scripture. We see the stuff that he did for people. We saw the miracles that he did. We saw the people that he chose and how he helped them come to a better understanding of who God is and help form the new covenant for us today. But what do we take away from this? Do we just continue on our lives and live with faith alone in our head? Or do we acknowledge the physical part of our body that is necessary for a good spiritual life? To grow in our faith with God, it requires action, and we act through our bodies. We can also act through, I mean, I guess you can say we act through prayer. I mean, you definitely can. But doing things for other acts of service is one of the best ways to show your faith. I mean, one of the most popular ways for, uh, one of the most popular ways leaders are described, the best leaders are not always the best people, but they are the best example because they lead by their example. And Christ is our example, so we need to lead a life like His. And we need to not take it for granted. We cannot just continue going to church, going through the motions, praying a little. We need to search and do more. And whether that more is helping your mom some more, helping your dad some more, helping your brother or sister some more, or talking to a friend who's going through a situation and giving them that time and acting like Christ, trying to imitate him, is what we need to do. Because we can't take for granted our good health. Our good health in a time like this is so important. So guys, let's make sure you're praying for anyone who's come down with COVID-19 or Corona, and who's if they are suffering from any sort of disease or anything, pray for them, because good health is something that we take for granted all the time, long as, as well as how we take uh, for granted our bodies, the gift of that. But what do we need to do to make sure we're glorified and glorifying God with our bodies? We've addressed why it's important, but what do we need to do to make sure we're doing it? One thing we need to do is make sure we're being respectful with our bodies. Our bodies are a temple of the Holy Spirit, and we need to, we need to show that. I mean, we need to reflect on, are we dressing properly? Do we feel like we're being too revealing or are we dressing poorly? Like we're suggesting this anti-Catholic or anti-Christ themes through our clothing. We need to remember that everything we're doing should be focused on God. And we need to make sure even our clothes represent that. Are we being reverent? Are we being modest? And all these different things. And then we need to think about our actions. In high school and middle school, it's so easy to do these little mean things and not really notice them, whether we're talking behind a friend's back, bad talking a teacher, or creating up excuses and blaming it on someone. Like whenever people get a bad grade on a test, oh, it's the teacher's fault. Sometimes we need to take responsibility and we need to have our actions 
glorify God. And that means living the way of the truth. It means being true to ourselves, being true to God. And it means being responsible. But lastly, living a life like God with our bodies means resisting our temptations. Like I was saying in uh, 1 Corinthians, when we're told that our body is a temple of the Holy Spirit, it's a temple of the Holy Spirit, and we shouldn't defile ourselves with sexual sin, with sexual temptation. That's something we need to resist because the beauty comes, the beauty of these sexual temptations and desire comes through the sacrament of marriage. And it has its proper place in its proper time. And we are called to carry out the life the properly to respect where things are acceptable and where things are not. But the most important thing about glorifying God with our bodies is being selfless. It is it's how we're charitable. I mean, doing stuff for others is so much better than doing anything for ourselves. And I hope you guys, I hope we all can find time to be more charitable, to be more selfless, and to put others first by our actions. Lord God, we pray today to help us understand your will better, to help us discern your will, and to carry out your will. Lord God, help us direct our actions towards you. Help us have a transformation not only in the mind, but in the heart, soul, and body a search for you, to seek you, and to help others seek you. Lord, help us to be more charitable. Help us to be more selfless and help us to keep our eyes on you at all times as we pray. Amen. All right, guys. Well, I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. It was a lot of fun making it. Um, continue to pray for me. Pray for all of us who are listening. Pray for your friends and your family. Let's develop a better life of prayer. And as always, if you haven't checked out our Instagram, um, Go check it out. But for, first of all, quick announcement. If you've made it this far, maybe you haven't. Um, so as I said, we just had our first rug, rugby game. So I'm kind of in season right now. And I really do not have a lot of time. And I'm so sorry about that. So instead of having daily reflections, we're now going to switch to weekly reflections, which will come out either, you know, Wednesday, Thursday, probably midweek, because I don't want to pile everything up on the weekend and stuff. But I thank you guys for... uh for listening to me and for liking it and reading that stuff. It's, I really appreciate it. And I like that y'all are getting something out of it as well. And as well, all this will be on the website and everything. And, uh, if you are able to support and willing to support, we appreciate all donations through Patreon to help us grow our podcast. But until next time, guys, God bless.